0: Welcome to a special edition of Birds of a Feather, an in-game version of Birds of a Feather, because AJ the Suburban Princess here, I can't stand watching this game. I knew this game was gonna be bad, but I did not think it would be where the Eagles were literally within a touchdown again and could possibly have beat the Patriots last week and the Seahawks this week. But you know what? You're not gonna beat the Seahawks with your quarterback regressing. I can't understand why Carson Wentz has turned into literally a high school quarterback before our eyes during a game that he normally could pretty much run his ass all over the field and win it for us. And he's playing like he can't function. I mean, I literally feel like I'm watching him physically destroy himself mentally and physically, should I say? And this O-line is not helping. Brandon Brooks, for some reason has an illness that he can't shake And now Wentz is going in the back, so I assume something's wrong with his arm, which means that McCown will be in right now um, if Wentz doesn't come back. I assume he hit his hand or something because he was holding his hand before he went into that last drive. And we're in the third quarter now, almost about to be the fourth. Eagles are down 10-3. This game is so winnable, but once again, it was winnable with the Patriots. And what happened? It took one damn play for the Patriots to win this game. And if this team loses 17-3, it's going to be hella embarrassing considering they were in this game the whole time. But the defense is basically the reason why this team hasn't been shut out. The only thing that's been shiny on offense is Jay Ajayi, Miles Sanders, a couple Ertz, and a couple Goddard plays. And um, Greg Ward, who I thought was going to show up because he seems to be the only person that is aware of where he is. And for a while, Carson seemed to only go to him for first downs before Wentz, I mean, before Ertz and before Goddard. But it just seems like, yes, the Seahawks are a better team, but even Seahawks are giving us plays. They're having more penalties this quarter than they've had the whole game. The Eagles just now got their first big, uh, horrible penalty, penalty now, and it wasn't even on Jason Peters. It was a holding call on either Vitae or whoever 69 is. But the point is, He's working with total amateurs right now. And he in himself is starting to regress into an amateur. And it's making everybody on this TL who weren't fans of Wentz saying and Foles going, feel right about themselves. And then people like myself totally doubting him now as a Q, as a QB of the future as much as I don't want to even give into that thought because I feel like he has a lot of room to grow. But it is his fourth season and at this point now you have nothing to defend him. Like every play that he overthrew somebody today was right there. And I don't know if he's just not used to Miles Sanders being the guy that he throws to on a screen or not a wheel pass or whatever the hell that was. But he missed him twice and he's small so I don't understand why you miss somebody who's right in your freaking face I don't understand why even when he does get sacked it's so easy for him to lose the ball now mind you I think his hand did get hit because he ran in the back and it looks like he has a glove now on his hand at this point Wentz only knows what to do is just fight and I do not co-sign on putting McCowan unless Wentz's hand is not going to be able to hold the ball Um, It is cold and rainy out, too, you have to consider. So, I mean, once he has exposure and he was trying to warm up his hand, I saw on the sidelines, then McCown should be in there for the rest of the game. Now, mind you, I know Wentz is going to want to sit on the sidelines, but if he literally cannot hold onto the ball and doesn't trust holding it from Kelsey at this point, everything is going against him. Um, He is a quarterback of the future. This is what we signed up for as fans. But it seems like a lot of people now see that he's lacking in a lot of QB IQ uh, techniques that he used to be excelling at three years ago, or should I say two years ago? And it just seems painful to see people on TL tear him apart. But I'm sorry, I can't co-sign on any of it because I still feel like, <sighs> I still feel like he's a decent quarterback. But I also am more proud of the defense in Jim Swartz today more than I'm proud of Doug and his offense. I do still feel like, This coaching squad sucks on the offense and I find it very annoying that every game that we lost this year we could have won and that's what pisses me off the most because this game could be a loss and it could have been a win from pretty much the minute uh, that Seahawks scored because they only scored once. They could have scored four touchdowns really and every time the defense comes up. But the problem with that is Your defense is not going to be able to hold for four quarters. And if they do, it's only because Seattle has allowed them to. Which means that any win in this game will basically come from the Seahawks giving it to them. Which I'll take. I would rather this team come out 6-5 and than 5-6. and But looking at them right now, it's just pathetic. And it's annoying because I know this team is capable of so much. And I don't understand, regardless of lack of weapons, why this team just can't be on the same page with Carson. And it makes me mad that people who say that Carson has no QBIQ, it pisses me off because now they look right. You know, now it just is obvious that he has no idea what he's doing. And I find that really hard to believe in a fourth-year quarterback who just signed a big contract. But then again, you got Mitch Trubisky over there in Chicago regressing. Um, The Buccaneers somehow are still beating the Falcons, and and, uh, Jameis did throw another uh, interception. I mean, this has been a weird Sunday. There have been a lot of teams that have, Wish you, oh there they go sack good job this is like a third or fourth sack today for the defense Malcolm Jenkins has been in uh Russell's face all day and yet at the same time offense can't do crap and that's upsetting because this offense is lacking simple receivers that can't get open or Carson doesn't know when to throw because he's waiting too long And then, even if he doesn't wait too long, he either throws a pick or he throws at their feet or he throws over them. So they can't win. Like, damned if you do, damned if you don't with this offense. Carson's back. I think he's warming his hand up. All right, so it looks like Carson will play the next series. I just need him to get one damn touchdown. If he just only scores one touchdown this whole freaking year, this whole freaking game, I'm happy. Um, And Jalen looks like he got a flag on him. Anyway, I'm just basically podcasting to let out nervous energy because I can't watch this anymore, (laughs) but I can't not not watch a game that's on. You know, the only time I really gave up on watching the rest of the game was the Sixers game last night um, after I tailgated with some of the Mike Scott Scott Hive guys um, and unfortunately went home just before the end of the second half. I mean, the beginning of the second half of the game because the... Sixers killed them I mean they were ahead by 30 at one point and they still won by like over 20 points but still um I couldn't I couldn't be staying out too late knowing that I had to wait for the last train to get in to Suburban plus even if I did there's no one I knew that well my one friend is sick so I didn't want to stay over her place because she was sick but the point is I couldn't stay late and I'm mad that I missed the after party because Mike showed up and gave all his props to Z and company for setting this event up and now it just looks more and more like uh the only time I'll probably ever get to see him is at these specific signing events which I have to pay money for but it was a nice thought to go it was just too cold and rainy and like I said I didn't have anybody to stay with to really hang late So, but I still was glad to be there, and it was a fun event. Next time I'll try to bring people with me who want to go. But again, I had to get my hair did. That was more important, but I was glad to at least meet some of these uh, Twitter, Sixers Twitter people, as well as Mike Scott Hive people. And you know, hey, some of these people have just good connects and are able to get stuff going, and it's exciting, but uh, I got to do me and make sure that I get my ass home. Um, Like I said, I'm going to watch this game, but I'm probably going to podcast as soon as it's over lamenting a loss because at this point now, I really don't. (laughs) I just can't. It's just annoying. And I don't know. For all the Wentz haters, congratulations. You're right. He's not going to be a franchise QB. But for me, I still feel like this is just a bad year. He had everything up against him. He's not going to bow his head. But I know he's losing faith in his team. Um, It's just what it is. And it's painful because this team was just in the Super Bowl two, three years ago. And it pisses me off because I really do think part of the problem is the coaching. These assistant coaches aren't helping Doug and they're not helping Wentz. And Wentz is starting to second guess everything he does, which is freaking annoying to watch. It's like watching literally a person fall apart. And he's not a dumb person. Like I think he's a smart dude but i just also think that and here they go scoring there you go oh damn it and it's over all they needed was one score all right and i guess i will definitely be uh podcasting shortly okay in game 16-3 they can't survive this one now let's just hope that dallas uh messes up their game against the Patriots but I doubt it because even Tom Brady with the messed up elbow will probably uh still play but for some reason just because this game has just had loss written all over it from the door even Darby couldn't even get a decent tackle not shocking anyway um yeah 17-3 okay all right the fix is in, psych. No, Seattle deserves it. I mean, as bad as they even played today, Eagles just aren't good enough to defend. But they did as much as they could, but you expect the defense to play a whole first half and come back here and not fall apart towards the end when they've been tired? It is what it is. And Doug is sitting there holding his head hoe, like this is some bull <laughs> Doug is like, I can't believe my team is falling apart. But what do you expect them to do? I mean, one of the best right guards who's been healthy all year, all of a sudden can't play. Alshon and, and Nelson are chilling on the sidelines like, yo man, it's, they're gonna see it's not just us. And then everybody on Twitter is collaborating and figuring out how to get rid of Wentz. And it's like, it's sad because this six months ago, this would never have been the, the general feeling of this fan base. And it's just it just shows you how quick we fold when things are hard to watch and hard to support but you know what it is what it is you know you have to call a spade a spade um either we need a whole revamping of the front office as well as the coaching staff as well as maybe the qb i don't know how they're going to do that because eagles are cheap and they're never going to admit they made a mistake with any of these players they're just going to play them literally till the wheels fall off which means you're either gonna need a new coach or you're gonna need um, a new, somebody has to give, sorry. Something major is gonna happen after this year is over and it's probably not gonna shock any of us. Meanwhile, the guys that are on AR or watch IR are watching on their TVs like, yo man, why is my team looking like shit today? But all in all, I'm really depressed. And I really can't stand Mike from KOP because I know I'm going to hear him gloating tomorrow on the radio show with his busted phone. Although I think he finally got a better phone and then have to hear all the naysayers. We should have kept Foles. We should have kept Foles. Meanwhile, whole season of Foles is not going to be like what it was in 2010. I'm sorry. So if you really think Foles is going to be 10 times better just because he may not hold the ball as long, go ahead with that thought. But going back is what got us in trouble in the first place. You kind of have to move on from the past. You have to get current players, you got to get a better quarterback and you've got to get people that know how to win, period. And some of the mind frame and is just ridiculous. I mean, Doug is not dumb. He knows what's really not working for this team, but you ain't got enough money and you ain't got enough uh, contract structure in the world to replace a whole freaking team. Defense been playing her ass off. So if Darby, you know, whiffed on a freaking tackle That's the worst that could have happened on the defense the whole day. The whole defense pretty much defended this team as much as they could. So if they break, it's only just because they're human and their freaking legs are killing them. Malcolm's been all over Russell. And look, no one can tell me nothing about Michael Jenkins after today. I was very proud of him, and I was very proud of Vinny Curry, and I was very proud of Fletch, and I was hella proud of McLeod and um, Darby. well, Darby, but Avante. Anyway, let's just see what happens here. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll be back.